0: Hello, thank you for worshiping with me today. As I reflected on the service for this week, I began to realize that I felt I needed more substance in this service. At first, when it seemed like it wouldn't be long before we were back together again, giving you the readings and the sermon seemed adequate. But now I hope you feel like I do and want more of a worship service. I welcome your input. So let us begin today with the confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. I ask you this time to silently confess your sin in the presence of God. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, your Son makes himself known to all his disciples in the breaking of bread. Open the eyes of our faith, that we may see him in his redeeming work, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now on that same day, two disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus came near them and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood, stood still and looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cl- Clopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, They came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things? But when he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Clopas and an unnamed disciple were walking to Emmaus. Imagine you are the unnamed disciple. As you walk along, you know you should be walking faster so that you will arrive before dark. This road is not particularly safe, even in the day. Wild animals roam freely, and bandits are known to be hiding among the shrubs and trees. It is even worse at night because it is hard to see what is in the shadows. Somehow you cannot make your feet move any faster. You are feeling weighed down by the events of the last few days. Watching your friend Jesus be arrested, beaten, hung on a cross, and then finding the tomb empty with no idea where the body was taken has made your heart ache. It feels good to be able to talk it to Clopas about what has happened. He understands how you feel, and talking makes the walk easier. You were so busy talking you didn't notice the man who began to walk next to Clopas. He obviously wanted to be included in the conversation because he asked what you were discussing. At first you are annoyed that he is interrupting the conversation. But Clopas was more kindly even though he was surprised that this man did not know what had just happened in Jerusalem. It was the talk all over town. Clopas explained all the details. You expected that would end the conversation, and the man would leave you alone and go on his way. But what happened next surprised you even more. Instead of moving on, he continued to walk next to Clopas, as he berated both of you for not believing what the prophets had declared, and he went on to remind you of all the things the prophets had said about Jesus. It was a fascinating conversation, and suddenly you were glad this man was not easily discouraged. You want to hear more, but you have arrived at your destination. The only thing you could think of to do was to invite the stranger to spend the night with you in Clopas, "'and you are very grateful that he has accepted. "'You and Clopas gather food and get everything ready for a meal "'while the stranger waited patiently at the table. "'Bread, dried fish, figs, and wine were placed before him. "'You sit down, and for the first time you feel some peace. "'You can't explain why, but suddenly you feel life will be good again. "'The stranger reached for the bread.' and broke it, and placed a portion of the loaf in front of you and Clopas. You are not sure what caused you to look up from the food, but your eyes suddenly looked intently into the stranger's face. Clopas heard you gasp, but he too could not take his eyes off the stranger. It was as if both of you discovered the man's identity at the same time. It was Jesus. You feel your body begin to shake. Jesus smiled and nods his head. Now you knew where the feelings of peace came from. It came from knowing your friend and Savior was alive. Just as Jesus had appeared on the road out of nowhere, he disappeared just as quickly. And you and Clopas were sitting alone in the room. You feel tears of joy running down your cheeks. You want to savor every moment of your time with Jesus. Life is worth savoring again. But you know you cannot keep this news to yourselves. You risk traveling in the dark to get back to Jerusalem. You want to share what has happened with your other friends. This is the best time of your life. You know that nothing bad can happen now because Jesus is alive and has given everyone new life through him. How can you capture those same euphoric feelings you had as one of the disciples discovering Jesus was alive, as you struggle with your own feelings of loss today? We are in a difficult place right now. We are not able to connect physically with our families, friends, and church community. We are isolated and sometimes feel very alone. We have those same feelings of being deserted that Clopas and the disciple had as they walked to Emmaus. Yet their walk turned out just fine. Their sorrow turned to joy. All it took was knowing that Jesus was walking with them. What seemed bleak and hopeless suddenly became joyful. Jesus is here to do the same thing for us. Jesus is calling us to savor the life we have and not to take anything for granted. This life may not be what we want, but it is what is right to keep us and others safe. Just because we are not physically connected does not mean we are not spiritually connected through our faith in Jesus Christ. This strong belief in Jesus is what the early disciples needed to keep them going as they spread the good news of Jesus Christ. And that same strong belief is what we have that will see us through these days. Look around you. Watch for Jesus to appear in unexpected places. Know that wherever you are, Jesus is walking with you. Savor every moment of your time with Jesus. Jesus died so that we would have new life. This new life is to be celebrated even in its darkest moments. Don't let what is happening today distract you from what is yet to come. Amen. Let us join together in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for your goodness to us and to all that you have made. We praise you for your creation, for keeping us and all things in your care, and for all the blessings of life. We pray that you be with all who suffer in any way, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. May they feel your presence in their lives. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.